Right. <clears throat> you know, exercises for the voice. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, let me start. Are you an entrepreneur, a designer, a developer? Never before has it been easier to get your new venture off the ground. Whether you're just getting started or have already begun your journey, you've come to the right place. In each episode, we will dive into a new challenge, breaking it down into simple digestible terms. I'm Thanasis. And I am Stelios. And you're listening to Listenership Repeat. In this episode, we'll talk about starting up on the mobile platform. This is episode number 14. have a guest today. It's uh, Stelios. Hello, Stelios. Hey, hello, Thanasis. Glad to be here. So Stelios is uh, the co-founder of uh, the Horizon application, which um, has been a very big hit in the App Store. It was in the top charts. It uh, ranked uh, millions of downloads. Uh, What it basically does is uh, stabilize your camera as you move your your hand. Uh, It always keeps a very uh, strict uh, perspective to the horizon. That's the name. Um, would you say that that's a fair description, Stelios? Uh, yeah, something like that. Actually, what it does is that uh, regardless of how you rotate your device uh, with your hand, it uh, you know you, you can record or take a picture, record a video, and it always uh, produces a straight video, like regardless of how you rotate your uh, device. So you can you know uh, hold your hand like in an angle or rotate it while you are recording, and the video will be you know produced and it will be uh, horizontal. So th- that's the name. Awesome, awesome. That's great. So uh, what can you tell us about mm-hmm. your team? Uh, what you do? Yeah. So uh, what Horizon is, and actually it's been like three years uh, since we released it to the public. Um, what Horizon is is that is an app, and wa- once it was released back in 2014, um, we were like two guys, and we are still are two guys. Uh, we're not like a huge team or something, and but we have employed like uh, some people uh, over those three years. Uh, whether this uh, those are like developers or marketeers or something. Um, but the core of the team is me and my buddy slash uh, business partner, uh, Petros, and we have, we are both developers. Um, we have actually divided the development work, uh, pretty clearly, I think. Uh, so I'm, uh, you know, uh, responsible for the iOS part and Petros is responsible for the Android side of things. Okay. And how have you divided the business responsibilities, marketing, uh, sales? Uh, That's done like in half. Actually, we are both, you know, responsible for all those things. And, you know, what like struck us, uh, like we are really excited about how people received the initial launch of Horizon because we are totally unprepared for that kind of, uh, you know, uh, reception. So... I don't know if you want me to get like into the uh, deep like uh, marketing uh, kind of techniques of that we did back in the day, uh, but I don't know. Do you want me to go through this kind of? Well, uh, we'll we'll get to oh, that kind okay. of. Uh, but first, yeah. I would like to know mm-hmm. um, how you came to that idea. How mm-hmm. uh, you know did it came out of uh, some frustration or? Yeah, 
some ideas. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But. So yeah, totally. Like uh, this was a frustration that we had, and I remember I, I think I clearly remember the day that uh, it was like the summer of 2013, and I, I we were thinking about like uh, how we can you know uh, st- fix, let's say the whole issue that there was in the, the mobile um, video recording that, you know, once you start recording uh, with your phone, you know, uh, in a portrait position, you can't, like, fix the video afterwards. It would be really frustrate- frustrating to fix the video. And, you know, uh, in most cases, you know, people uh, uploaded videos in, uh, like, uh, social networks, where you had to essentially, you know, move your head around in order to figure out what's happening. And, you know, we had this idea that, you know, there were like a bunch of sensors inside the, the mobile devices, like the accelerometer and the gyroscope, that informed us as the developers uh, about the position of the device and the orientation. And we actually could, you know, leverage that kind of readings uh, for our own advantage uh, when recording a video. We did like, uh, I think it was uh, in September 2013, we did like a prototype in a week or something. And we figured out that we could actually, you know, uh, use those kind of sensors. And the processing power was enough in order for us to straighten the video in real time, essentially. So what we did was, uh, you know, it might, you know... uh, you might think of it as really simple in uh, in an afterthought, but actually right now, it was like a bunch of math that uh, they were involved in the process. But what we did is actually we're getting readings from the sensors, the gyroscope and the accelerometer, and we were straightening the image frame as it came from the camera. Awesome, awesome. I, I love the geek talk, but yet <laughs> it's... Yeah, I, I don't want to be, you know, so so technical, but... No, you said you know, it, you said it from... perfectly. So mm-hmm. um, in, in the early days, what would you say, Some would you perceive uh, marketing as a challenge? Did you have uh, challenges like that? Or you just, you know, said that we are going to throw it out and see what happens? Were you actively pursuing making it a success? Yeah, that... That was actually a mix of both because we didn't think that this would be like received so highly from both the press, like every like uh, journalist that we send the pits, like most of the journalists that we send the, the, our uh, you know email uh, informing them about the app, uh, wrote about the app, and so you did that. Yeah, you so did, you did do something. Of course, yeah. So let me get. It, it didn't come on its own. No, 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 no. Uh, definitely not, but we di- didn't expect to write, you know, anyone to write about this because we were like, uh, I don't know, we had released a couple of apps before Horizon, but it wasn't like that we were well-known developers or something. So we didn't expect anyone to write. But even though we didn't expect anything, uh, we wanted to be, you know, uh, ready. Uh, like if anyone wanted to write something, at least there should be something to write about. So we produced our own trailer with, uh, you know, our own equipment and our own time and money uh, from, uh, you know, we employed... uh, Video trailer. Yeah, the video trailer about the app. Uh, We get together with some friends that made a trailer. Uh, We wrote like a press release, uh, 
I, I'm sure that, you know, if I read it again now, uh, I would probably laugh. <laughs> uh, we had like screenshots. Um, we had, uh, you know, a list of the of journalists that want to conduct. Uh, we actually had an embargo date. I don't know if <laughs> this sounds crazy to you, but yeah, we said what? we said to the journalists, you know, you have to, we send you the press release, but you don't, don't write before that date. Oh. And actually that date was the date that Horizon released. <laughs> it was 14th of January, 2014. So and we said to them, yeah, you, you don't, you don't write before that date, right? And this is something that you just state in your email and, you know, they wow. may respect that or not, I don't know. But they totally did respect it, so... <laughs> no pressure for the release date. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, well, it seems that journalists respect those kind of stuff, and it was really good, because as soon as the app was hit, was in the App Store, like, uh, we, we uh, clicked the button that said, you know, release, uh, there, were, there were, like, a really huge stream of articles coming through over Twitter or um, Facebook or the web in general, uh, from really well-known sites. So, um, you know, people were reading about Horizon and they were able to just download it as soon as they read the article. So that was really awesome. Wow. Uh, yeah. And uh, But I don't know whether uh, if this was made today, how, you know, if if we were to release Horizon today, if I, I was to use the same kind of method. But at least for 2014, this kind of thing worked. Yeah, yeah, for some that, that was awesome. Yeah, in 2013, the press wasn't really, you know, um, easy to get into. Yeah. And that's where, you know, you had your um, reservations. Yeah, and it was really, it, it's like, the, uh, it's like just like you said, you have to, you had to hunt them down, you had to find their email addresses, uh, we had, we still have a spreadsheet, uh, you know, with all the guys that we want to get, you know, uh, communicate and, you know, send an email to. And the, the really weird thing is that really respected, you know, journalists and um, media, you know, uh, sites wrote about the app, which was kind of a surprise to us. We expected like some, you know, Maybe some Greek sites write about it, or maybe some obscure, I don't know, Indian websites write about it. <laughs> but definitely not the Wired or the Gadget, TechCrunch, or all those kind of websites. That was a great kick. That was a great kick. So when yeah. you started out, you were actually a free application? No. Uh, when the uh, when the app was released, it was a paid application. Um, it was actually, we, we said that it was like half, percent of like a 50 percent off for the launch month or something so it was uh i'm not sure i'm not so sure i can remember correctly but i think it was like a dollar or something and then we raised it to two dollars um you know this kind of pricing model um was there until late summer uh 2014 if i remember correctly and we then changed to an in, in a purchase model. So we. So for how long was that? Uh, maybe 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 half a year. Half a Let's year. Let's say we were going paid only. Yeah, uh, but of course uh, this you know doesn't translate that you know the downloads were uh, the same uh, during this period, right? Of course. So we had like spikes on the launch, de launch date. Uh, of course, there are spikes uh, in uh, major updates. 
and definitely there were spikes when Napster, uh, the Apple or uh, Google after after that uh, decided to feature uh, the app uh, re- really prominently and uh, for a, na- a number of times. That, that was uh, really great. So uh, you had uh, some uh, revenue from the get-go. Well, actually, yeah. get-go well, by the moment you started. Yes. Um, at which point would you say that you became self-sustained? Uh, well, this is a really good question. Uh, actually, this uh, this is uh, this has to do with what you exactly define as self-sustained. So we never uh, get we never got like any external funding or something. Uh, still to this day, um, and the money that we were able to raise with uh, Horizon helped us, uh, you know, uh, keep developing it. And you know, uh, also paid for us for some trips that we did on uh, uh, some conferences, uh, like in the U.S. or in Europe. Uh, so I think that you know, definitely the money that we we earned with Horizon, uh, you know, helped us get some more experience on the whole mobile development and how do you market your idea on, or you know, in general, how uh, how you get in touch with people and uh, how do you, how do you market your um, your app? Uh, how what to do when you go? You have to go to a conference. Um, how to make your uh, your own space in a conference and try to sell your idea? So definitely uh, help us. It definitely help us with uh, th- those kind of things. And you know and. Uh, t- since since then we've been changing the whole pricing model we have actually um developed the app for android and now we have totally changed our way of uh you know uh marketing horizon so right now we have uh, hopped in a you know b2b kind of model so we are licensing um the, the technology yeah the technology for other developers and uh, this is actually uh, our main focus for, for Horizon at the moment. Right. So that is uh, the evolution of the Horizon yeah. from an application to kind of a service. Yes, uh, for, to a framework that you know uh, both Android and iOS developers can get for uh, a license fee and get it inside their apps. Right. So, do you uh, you know the next? The, I would like to know your future plans. Are you planning on doubling down on that? Uh, yeah. You, so, um, what do you have in mind? <laughs> yes, uh, and this is something that we are keep discussing it. And as as I've said, we've changed the pricing. Actually, we've changed the whole nature of thing about Horizon from a client side, from a client application, for end user application, let's say, to a framework for developers. So right now, while we are um, still issuing updates for both the apps, the iOS and the Android one. We are mostly focused on the SDK kind of thing, and we are, you know, we do have clients, uh, you know, who who have apps that use Horizon, and we want to support them as best as we can. Uh, but at the same time, um, while we are doing that, we are also, you know, uh, we are also working on some other projects that definitely are not, you know, uh, related to Horizon, but they are related in the, the mobile space. All right, so. Um just a quick question to close the Horizon chapter yeah. today. As just from the application, the revenue would you you'd say would you say it's reached a plateau, 
it's gro- it's growing or it's decreasing uh it's uh it's it has you know it has reached in a point that it's it has plateaued let's say um there are some you know downloads over the day over the month that they are pretty much the same uh for a huge amount, huge period of time um but it's it's not that we are actively doing something in order to increase that uh, marketing-wise or uh, application app-wise. So while, uh, you know, I do have some, and Petros for the Android side of things, we do have some things for the roadmap of the apps, like, you know, uh, I definitely want to see how I can leverage the double camera of the iPhone 7 Plus for Horizon. Um, we we don't have like an active marketing plan for the app itself. Uh, so while the app does have uh, an accumulative of uh, 2.2 million downloads at the moment, um, we are not actively you know uh, developing any big you know features for the future. I understand. I understand. I understand. So you talked about uh, having a lot of ideas with Petros mm-hmm. and. Um, how are you going about testing them? Yeah, uh, well, thing is that for, uh, you, you mean testing them in a kind of... Uh, who, if As a product, you know, yeah. yeah. How do they appeal to the market you are... Uh... Mm-hmm. And uh, this is actually a good question uh, regarding... Of course it is. Yeah, of course, <laughs> because it, it's by you, right? So um, it's a good question because, you know, it taps into what, we could do better if we went back in time and you know made Horizon again. So while Horizon was like a success in terms of marketing and downloads and initial you know uh, re- traction, uh, yeah, traction and uh, reception, we didn't do any like marketing testing or user testing or anything like that. So uh, we definitely want to you know, to get it, this as knowledge and, you know, uh, apply that on our future, like, uh, ventures. Um, right now, we we are doing something really new for us. We are uh, getting into the game development kind of things. So we are, you know, we are doing, while we are developing our game, we do want to test it in, you know, other people and not having it only internally and, you know, uh, have a weird picture of of how things work and maybe twisted picture, let's say, uh, at the end of the day. Uh, so de- definitely in future products, we want to do some uh, a lot of user testing, uh, something that we didn't do with uh, Horizon. Uh, so how, how would you go about doing that? Well, at least for the game that we are developing right now, uh, we do want to finish some uh, really early things because it's in a really early state. We wanted to finish it uh, in this early state that is, uh, let's say, we want to make it uh, as as you know usable as possible uh, for an, in, an internal beta uh, and get it to the hands of uh, you know friends and family and get like some feedback uh, because. Uh, we are really biased, you know. As a developer, you probably know that you are when you are developing something that is yours. You're really biased; it's your baby, Definitely. so you don't want to, you know. I don't know. You don't want other people to criticize it, but you, you do actually in the end of the day because this is um, unbiased criticism is the best kind of criticism. 
uh, you can't go ahead and uh, create a game which is actually a lot of there are a lot of other things involved in the game uh, versus uh, mobile app uh, that really that they are really you know uh, they are really subjective. Uh, they are based on psychology, and you want people to get to play it as soon as possible uh, because you can't get the game done. You ca- you can't you know be like seconds before releasing the game and then try to test it on people. That would be a disaster. So, uh, are you planning? Uh, what platforms do you plan on supporting for oh, the game? Yeah. So, um, you know, I can make like a really a tiny plug here and say a few words about the game before saying like platforms and stuff. Um, so, we are developing a mobile game for iOS and Android uh, using the Unity engine, and this could be like a 2D game, uh, a pixel art game, let's say. Uh, I don't know. I'm pro- I'm sure you've probably you know uh, played some pixel art games uh, in your youth. <laughs> I even play them today. I mean, I'm a. Oh wow. Nice. I got so, like 10 pages on my phone of games. <laughs> great. So you, you, you might be a, a really good candidate for beta testing for our game. Awesome. <laughs> and it would be like a word game, but not exactly. Like it would uh, use uh, the, the anagram logic uh, that we developed an app for back in the day that's called Anagramma. <laughs> so we've used, this, uh, we've used this database that we had and we've made a game around it. So actually what you do as a player is that you get some couple of words falling from the top of your screen and you have to classify them as anagrams or not. This is, you know, the base of the game. But, you know, there are stuff on top of that, like power-ups, bosses, levels, all those kind of things. And we, we are really excited about the game. We are developing it for, like, way before Horizon was developed. Uh, so this is like our, uh, I don't know... Uh, our never-ending nightmare, <laughs> let's say. Uh, I, I do hope this uh, will be in, in a really good state this year. Um, uh, but yeah, if, you know, uh, the short answer to your question is uh, Android and iOS, uh, uh, because we, we do have the flexibility of using the Unity um, game engine, so right. it's really easy. So uh, you are staying on the same platform, but uh, you are pivoting on the industry and you are moving into games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is something that we uh, always wanted to do, um, even before forming the company. So um, if this uh, you know kind of experiment works and is successful, then we definitely gonna stay in that industry for long <laughs> i think <laughs> and if it's not why not try again yeah sure uh of course that's right i mean you you do learn from your mistakes you have to learn from your mistakes and you have to try harder but definitely this is something that uh, it's really close to our hearts uh i'm i'm and i'm i'm uh i'm referring to the game development of course i understand i understand so now as you are trying starting out your new venture uh from a business perspective, what would be the focus points having all of your experience today? Yeah, so uh, definitely this is a different uh, kind of approach uh, if we you compare it to Horizon. Uh, but, I mean, games in general... Different channels, so everything yeah, is different. Yeah, everything is different. And uh, so at some points, it's maybe harder because there are 
there, there is a huge like um, noise out there regarding game releases on the mobile, especially. So there are a lot of uh, competitors. If you think of them just like a just like a pool of developers that they are developing games, but essentially there are sub pools sub pools of those developers because you know there are genres in games. But you know if you consider how many games are released uh, daily on the App Store, the amount is uh, so huge it may you know um, turn you uh, turn you away from uh, developing a game. Uh, but at the end of the day, can I can I can I yeah. uh, ask a question sure. exactly on that point? Mm-hmm. Because I think it's a very prominent, um, let's say, understanding that uh, browsing in the App Store is yeah, broken, is. and especially for games. It, it's gen it, it, it's generally block broken, and uh, I don't know about the uh, because I I am an iOS user daily daily iOS user. I do have an Android phone. But definitely on the App Store, on the iOS App Store, it's broken. You can't search uh, for something and get some suggestions that maybe are relevant to you. Um, I do hope Apple fixes that in the future and maybe Google. Um, I don't know if curation is uh, the answer. It may be the answer. Um, Maybe, you know, especially for games... The, the the teams on the Apple and Google need to look into how Valve and Steam do their curation and how they are marketing their uh, how they are bundling some games or they are doing discounts and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Steam has uh, you know went ahead in that uh, industry. Yeah, and they do they do have problems. I mean, they, it's not like there is a magic recipe for for you know uh, fixing the App Store problem, but you, you definitely need to look into some other areas of uh, and you know you definitely want to pick and choose some features here and there. Like uh, I don't know if this may if this is the store Steam Store or the PlayStation Store. Uh, you definitely need to look into other channels and uh, you know change how your app store works. Uh, but I'm not like a expert on that kind of uh, you know industry, so I don't. I'm not so sure if I'm uh, giving the right advices here. Uh, but but getting back to your initial question, uh, it's. It's different from business perspective to market an app and a game, but there are like uh, there are things that you can do to place yourself better. So, uh, you know, uh, every game that respects itself must have a, a website, must have like a, a devlog, um, must have a press kit. Uh, stuff that you need other journalists or other, you know, uh, gamers to to find. And this may be, you know, th- those might be common things for mobile apps, but games, because they are more interactive media, because they are based on images, sound and emotion, you have to get, like, as soon as possible to, to get, like, trailers and uh, screenshots, and you you have to keep providing them for as long as you develop the game in order for in order to build an audience in order to build some fun fan base in order to get people excited and you know i don't know how many of them are common for the mobile space or the mobile mobile app space uh but there are uh, you know definitely some uh, there is definitely some correlation here and there um uh, like 
you definitely want to have like a website for your app, right? Uh, but but maybe you don't need to be so verbose about the development process, whereas the game developers need to be for some reason. So there are some yes, definitely yeah, there is some contrast, but uh, there are things you can do as a game developer to get people excited, to get the press excited right, right, to write right. about you. So um, the, I know of a lot of. Uh cases where a single developer goes on and uh, uh, supports a whole game yeah in a, yeah how what are your thoughts on that i mean the amount of work is tremendous right you have to it do is. screenwriting music composing um animation <laughs> yes and um there, there were like a number of uh really successful games in 2016 uh which were developed by one guy uh like um one huge game that was uh, in the list, in the game of the year list for, of a lot of, uh, you know, game development, game websites out there was Stardew Valley. And Stardew Valley was developed from one guy. And he did like, game. Amazing yes, game. and he did everything. He did like uh, the music, yes. the graphics, uh, the gameplay, everything. And, you know, the only thing that he didn't do was multiplayer. It was added after, uh, as an afterthought, you know, after the release. Uh, but even that, like, uh, this is tremendous uh, amount of work. This needs, you know, and sometimes it needs more than five years of work in order to get a game by one guy released. So you need to be focused. You need to believe in your game, and you need to keep developing it, uh, no matter how wh what you do, like uh, as your daily job. Because most of those guys probably have a daily job, and they do this as a side. Uh, and you know, hope that when they get when the, their game you know gets released, they'll get enough money in order to stop doing their daily jobs and you know switch course, to that's, the that's game. A dream. <laughs> yes, and this doesn't happen all the time. And this you know the the, the games that we we read about uh, that were developed by one guy, they are the outliers of the of, of, of the whole thing. So. You of reality <laughs> of course and for for every game that you you read about developed by one guy there are probably way more games that didn't make it and they were you know developed by one guy as well so uh it doesn't mean that you can you you will be successful as you said before but you need to keep doing that and you need to believe in what you do uh I do have a huge amount of respect about those guys and you know not only about the th the fact that they made it and they released the game because even that is a huge achievement uh but by the fact that they are so talented right so I can't say with the same certainty that I can make a game I can develop it I can you know write music and make graphics this is something that you you have to be multi-talented right in uh in a lot of uh, different... Right, know. so to um, you mentioned before that you uh, kind of employed some people in a, uh, for during some period. Mm -hmm. So um, are you doing that with the game? And uh, yes. how do you go about approaching this? Do you go to the open market on uh, Upwork or something? Or you have uh, your own network? Yeah, uh, we, we never uh, used uh, those kind of services, although uh, we might in the future... Um, uh, every time that we wanted like a developer for Horizon or, or a marketing guy or girl, uh, we found them. We did find them from uh, like um, our own network, 
Uh, and this is actually applied to the game. Uh, when, when we started working on the game back in 2012, I think, uh, we worked with a uh, pixel artist, a Greek pixel artist, uh, who, you know, who did the initial, who did actually all the graphics uh, of uh, this early stage of the game. And we are, you know, still, you know, communicating um, with her uh, about the needs of the game. And we also uh, get in, got in touch with a Greek music composer uh, who writes, you know, game music. Um, and we, you know, had, you know, uh, our music wrote by him. Um, and this is definitely something that we're going to keep doing in the future. So right now, uh, where, while we are developing the game, we do have some, you know, developer art uh, here and there. Uh, but we definitely want to make it, you know, as pretty as it is, uh, as we want it to be. Uh, so we definitely we're going to get like some guys to, probably the same guys, to do the graphics uh, and music. And, and if we need some extra, you know, help, we may, you know, employ a an extra developer about, uh, you know, the development of the game. Uh, we are op really open about this. Uh, it doesn't mean that due to the fact that we are developers, we, you know, we're really close and, you know, we don't want some external help. <laughs> Definitely, that's a very, yeah, very good uh, post, uh, position to have. The thing is that uh, it's been uh, the subject of many of our podcasts on how to find uh, human resources, find developers and uh, specialized people. And uh, having your network developed has always been, uh, you know, the best advice we can give and uh, i see that that's what uh... yes yes but 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 of course uh, it doesn't mean that if you don't you don't have any alternatives right i mean there are there are really awesome services out there uh there is also there all there is always always linkedin and ki those kind of services that can help you um you might you know uh don't get the first a uh, guy who is interested uh, and you might don't not land him as your future um, employee or uh, you know uh, developer uh, and I think that you know back in the day when we were searching for uh, an Android developer uh, we did have like um, I think we've spent like a month or so on interviewing people um, but you know at the end of the day we did find someone so, I mean, even even if you don't have something, it's someone uh, right from the start, you you want to look into those services for right, sure. Right, awesome. So, um, any last uh, famous words, piece of advice to app de oh, application developers out there? <laughs> that's that's the really really uh, you know difficult question, the, the last one. So, uh, words of advice, man. What I always say is that when you are doing something uh, that's from your, uh, like, when you're doing something as a personal project that might be, you know, uh, turn out to be like your um, your huge hit or the next app that you're going to release, is that you, you have to keep believing in it and you have to keep developing it. You have to iterate continuously and, you know, always having, uh, always have something to show to other people. Because um, it's really frustrating when you when you are developing something for so long and you you go out with your friends and they say hey what's your 
what what you what you you are actually doing? I mean, <laughs> and you 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 are you don't have something to show, or you do so, you do have something to show, but it doesn't you work exactly. Um, so I always wanna you know have something to show, even even if this is doesn't apply for the game right now, and this is this really frustrates me. Um, but you know, always have something as an MVP that works, and always iterate to it. Um, you know, don't stop until it's perfect. And this might be, sound really cheesy, um, but you know, sometimes it it helps if you are <laughs> if you do have some OCD levels um, because you don't you know you're not all you are not uh, so easily satisfied. Let's say and. You have to think when you're developing an app, or whether this is a game or not. You have to think as an end user how easy it will be for him or her to use your app or your game for the first time, and what frustrations might have he might he or she might have. And you know you have to keep thinking about that when you're developing the UX of the app, because it's nothing is you know pure development. At the end of the day, the end user doesn't care about whether you have, uh, you know, used the best design pattern behind the scenes. What it, what he, you know, looks and he, what he uses and how how the app responds to that is all it takes to, you know, to break or you know make the your app his next, you know, uh, habit. So definitely. Um, Look into how how the UX of your app works, and uh, you know never rest, and always try to make it better. Awesome. So, focus on your MVP. Find the fastest yes. path to a workable product. Yep. Exactly. Awesome. <clears throat> so that was uh, Stelios Petrakis from uh, Horizon. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. Thanks for uh, you know inviting me. That was an honor. Yeah. Thank you. It was uh, our uh, honor. So um, you can email us your questions at hello at listenshiprepeat.com. You can subscribe on iTunes by searching for Listenship Repeat and visit our website at uh, listenshiprepeat.com where you can find the transcript, transcript <laughs> of each episode and leave your comments. Please leave a five-star review. Uh, we really appreciate it and that's what we live for. Uh, thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Awesome.